Hello. It is the 1st of March, 2024, and you're listening to Fake Alaches. I don't know if anybody wants to come to the live chat and speak. I'll wait. Maybe someone will join me. I just had some things I wanted to speak out on. I know I'm being too honest sometimes, really. Maybe I'm being too honest. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's not going to be something. I think this will in, interest people because I spoke on it on my uh, YouTube in Danish. No, no, I made. I just made a, a video in English, actually. Um, let's see here. Let's see if there are others who wants to join. Uh, let's see where to begin. I don't know if this is recorded or not, but I made a video in English about it. And please don't call me a fucking crisis actor, okay? Because I'm not... I was there by coincidence or chance. So please, if you want to say to me up in the face, go ahead. I don't really care because I'm being honest. I like to speak out on these events because nobody gives a shit about it. I just made a video in English about it. I was at the Roskilde Festival uh, incidents in Denmark. It's well, it's uh, the Pearl Jam accidents in... Um, in, uh, in 2000, Roskilde, that's outside of Copenhagen. It's about two hours by train. I was there with my siblings and uh, some of their friends, and we're having a good time, actually. I was very young. I was 21 at the moment. And the thing is, this Roskilde accident, or so-called accident, was a hoax. And I remember I had two other channels I spoke out on it, and people were giving me a hard time back in the day uh, because people were not used to conspiracies back in the day. And that was back in before COVID, the COVID hoax. Uh, was that in 2015 and 2016, I guess? And uh, I... Uh, Got a lot of trolls and hates and haters and say, ah, well, how can you say this event was fake? How can you say that? Ah. Well, the funny, funny thing is when you look at the pictures from the documentary, it's called Four to Eight Hours We Don't Forget. It's called in Danish, Fyrtu Timer Vi Aldrig Glemmer. Uh, it's about, it's from a national, nas- national TV station, DR. Look it up, Denmark's Radio. Uh, maybe Jan Eric knows it, uh, probably, because he's from Norway. But anyway, uh, the, the thing is, I was at the Roskilde with my siblings and one of their friends. Lots of their friends. We came, I don't know, I've been to Roskilde like nine years in a row. I stopped, stopped in 2007. That was my last year at Roskilde. But I was there at this PSYOP or hoax. I'm not a crisis actor. I saw uh, the footage from this documentary uh, and I saw in real life they were telling us, go back, go back, go back, go back, just like the Astro World hoax also. But they 
bit more to the astral world hooks because there's live footage because people are using their phones. You couldn't do that back in the day with the Ruski the Festival accident. Uh, maybe I should uh, ask App if he wants to come to the chat. Uh, let's see here. Um, no, we couldn't do that, but you can see the footage. There is no one getting trampled or, or shoved in the mud. You can see the fucking footage. Sorry, my language. Sorry. I'm just really upset that nobody wants to look research into this because it's totally BS. There was nobody ramble or trampled down in the mud. It's, the official story says that 26 people got injured and nine, nine men died. Why was it only men who died? Where was, why was there no women injured? Come on. Bullshit. I was there. My siblings asked me to go up and buy some beer. Beer, beer, beer. And um, I um, I did that. And I uh, met one of my brother's friends. I don't want to say what his name is. Um, but I met him by chance. And I thought way, I thought recently up to 2015 and 16 that he saved my life. But nope. He didn't. Uh, it was a psyop, and when you uh, hoax, a stage act, fabricated lie, it was for getting more security and more surveillance and a sales trick by Pearl Jam. Eddie Vedder, uh, the lead singer, you can see him on the stage laughing his butts out. You can clearly see it. He's a fucking puppet. Sorry, my language again. He's a puppet. He's not a woman. No, he's not a woman. I won't go there. Okay? I don't believe in that. He's a man. Um, this was a donation fraud because they made a donations for the victims. And when you see the documentary, 40 Hours, we don't forget these uh, people. Uh, the left, you call, what call them? The left behinders. Uh, the family acquaintance and so on they're, la they're laughing and they're smiling and ha 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 it's so funny and and also there's some numerology in it and gematria um, for instance orange stage orange in numerology is 33 I know many people don't believe that in, in, in psychologists because many people believe it's bullshit I don't I, I, if you guys believe in, in Christ or the Lord, or something like that. I believe in numerology and gematria. That's my thing, okay? Uh, um, Orange is 33, and uh, what was it? They performed, Pearl Jam performed 10 years after the accident in Berlin. Berlin is 33. This guy who was left behind and lost his friend, Jacob, his name is Michael, that's 33. Berlin is 33. His name is Michael Berlin. Look it up. 33. Uh, Pearl Jam's, one of their, uh, one of their first albums is called 10. They performed 10 years after the accident. There you go. Numerology, Gematria up in your face. It's not a hoax. Uh, and when you see this documentary, 
You see the paramedic, uh, paramedic uh, stretcher. There's nobody lying on the stretcher. It's fucking fake. And uh, they went to rescue the hospital, and you can see the paramedics. There's nobody on the stretcher. They, the official story says, like, 26 people got injured and nine men died. Come on, this bullshit. It was a sales trick for Pearl Jam. It was uh, more safety, more control for the masses, nothing else. Come on, it's totally BS, totally bullshit, totally, totally false. And there wasn't no, uh, there wasn't no, <laughs> wasn't no funeral. Official of funerals? No, there wasn't. It must be like the biggest, it was one of the first and biggest tragedies ever in Denmark's history, and there were no official funerals. No, they kept them to themselves. There was some, there was some uh, concert the day after for uh, the victims. I don't know if they, you know these bands, but the most of them was Danish, so... Um, I don't know if you heard about the band D.A.D. Disneyland After Dark. They had to change their name because they took the name Disneyland. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they got a trial, a stage trial. Uh, so, and there was others. I don't know. I don't have to say the name. I think D.A.D. is quite known in, in international. So, I only say that their name. So, but the the thing is that I am one of the few people in this world who likes to go deeper and deeper into hoaxes or false flags or fabricated lies or what you say you call it stage acts, and nobody would be, believe me. But I found these victims, these so-called victims, on Facebook. And I wrote to them in the in messenger. You nobody will believe me this. I wrote to them saying, "You're you're a crisis actor. You're fake. What's up?" and stuff like that. And and sometime later, they closed their profile or blocked it. Nobody will believe this. Nobody. These people are alive. They're bullshitting us. It was a sales trick by Rascula Festival. Uh, so there you go. More surveillance, more, and it wasn't even vascular festival. It was all the festivals all round of the world, like uh, Glastonbury Festival, uh, Paleo Festival in Belgium, Rockin' Ring in Germany, uh, and so on and so on and so on. All of the festivals did the same agenda with more control and more security, and the funny thing is, this could happen anytime. It was fucking Pearl Jam! Give me a break! It could be Rage Against the Machine, it could be System of Down, or Slayer, or Megadeth, or Manowar, or Sabatura, and all these kinds of uh, heavy, heavy, heavy music. No, it was Pearl Jam, the grunge band from Seattle with Eddie Vedder. Oh, my God. It was such a phony, baloney stage act. It was, it was not real.
I hope you're still listening because I have to go to the loo. I'll be back in five, three minutes or something like that. I will mute it. Okay. Uh, part two of Roskilde Festival and the Cafe Louise shooting in 2006. That also was a hoax. The funny thing about these two hoaxes, I was fucking wasted, but I remember these psyops or events or hoaxes. I remember them pretty much. Uh, I didn't have, I was, I don't have any blackout, but I remember that the Roskiller Festival, I, uh, I went back to the tent and I puked, puked, <laughs> puked in the, in the camp. I was so fucking wasted. Sorry, my language again. I know there's a lot of women who are listening, or religious people. Sorry, I'm not religious. I don't believe in Jesus or God. Maybe a creator. Who knows? I'm atheist and agnostic. I go both ways. I know they're not the same, but they're close up, up at each other. So, But anyway, I went to... Roskilde uh, Festival with my siblings. My siblings actually still believe in this psyop. They still believe it. Come on. Get get it together. Get it together, man. They still believe it and their friends still believe it also. Um, yeah. I don't know if there's more to the story. Um, it, was, it was definitely a hoax or a psyop for sure. Um, um so, and the funny thing is, I have uh, I have more things to the story because I know people. I'm not gonna say the name. They're from the Danish activist movement. I don't want to say his name, but he said to me, "I saw Jacob Nielsen lying in the grass, dead. I saw him dead." <laughs> Come on, give me some evidence, some proof on it. Come on, give me some proof or evidence. My God, man, he's a lie. He's lying. You see, it's it's not easy trusting anyone. You see, everybody can be connected to a psyop or a hoax. <laughs> I think my friend is lying. So and I'm not. I'm not gonna say his name, but he has. He didn't. He's lying for sure. Everyone who says who's being in a hoax or a psyop or a false flag and to see somebody dying, they're lying. So, um, um, I went, and the funny thing is, I went to a party with, uh, Jacob Nielsen and his Michael Berlin and, and uh, another guy, I can say his name because I don't, I don't talk to him anymore. His name is Brian. And I'm not connected, okay? I'm not a crisis actor. I was, it was just by coincidence or chance that I met these people at a party. A few days before the Roskiller Hoax Festival, sorry, uh, <laughs> Roskiller Festival just needed some more money in the bank. They needed a donation scam. And they needed a story with Pearl Jam, one of the biggest grunge pop bands in the world. Eddie Vedder, that also made the music for Into the Wild, actually. He's also been in Temple of the Dark with uh, Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell, who died on Chester Bennington's birthday, the guy from Lincoln Park. Uh, he hanged himself with a rope. 
<laughs> come on, come on. After we've seen this album with uh, Chris Pinnell, or was it uh, with Soundgarden with this rope on the front cover? Ah, come on, give me a break. And no, Chris Cannell is not a woman. No, he's a man. Um, Chester Bennington is a man also. Um, or was. They were men. Uh, so I don't think there's nothing more to say about the vascular festival accident. They just want to push more fear and more control and more security and and do a sales trick for selling more uh, albums, that's for sure. Pearl Jam sold a lot of album records, and they made a, a stone on the festival for honoring these uh, nine men who died on the festival. They made a, another documentary called Nine Rocks of this guy, totally fraud, Tor Nugo calling, look him up. I have wrote him in the messenger, Assembled many times, and I said, "This, this, this event is a psyop. It's not true." And uh, stage, and uh, he's going like, "Ah, to buy to uh, uh, Toby's freedom, you're being crazy, and you need to talk to a psychiatrist. You're fucking, you're fucking crazy, man. Get it together." I mean, these people want a minute, or what? I don't get it. Um, so, there you go, Vascular Festival. Then there was this other PSYOP, a hoax in Copenhagen some years ago, you know? Or a, a bar scene or a clubbing scene, a discotheque scene is very different for among other countries because we have something like called morning bars where you can go when the bar, when the normally bars close uh, uh, um like in the five in the morning, we had we I don't we don't have so much uh, any of them anymore because they closed down. Because before in the COVID uh, lie years, the two lie years, people were going in the city early and they went early home. People not staying in the city so much anymore. It's uh, it's mostly uh, younger people who stays in the club scene, younger, like, from 18 to 30, I guess. So, but there were lots of 40- and 50-year-olds back in the, in the 90s and 2000s, the millennium, who stayed in the clubbing bar scene. But now uh, those bars who used to close late, 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 out in the morning, they close early now. There's only a very, very, very few bars who close late, and that's only in the weekends now. They change the time because nobody goes. And also I think people are drinking less and less, um, smoking more or less weed also, so people are getting more healthier. They don't want to waste their time in the city. I don't know. It's, it's a theory. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know for sure. Maybe people will just want to go to private parties instead and drink and smoke. I don't know for sure, but it's not like back in the day with uh, people with, with the city and the weekend was overcrowded by people. Not so much more. Ah, mostly in the holidays. But anyway, I went to this bar. It's like 2016. How many years is that? I have to look it up on my computer. There was a so-called shooting. So for shooting, man, 
circus you I will tell you this today. I like to be honest. Okay. I hope this is recorded so you can listen to it. Let's see here. I'm not good at math. I suck. I suck at math, really. Let's see here. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Let's see here. Um, 2006. Uh, 18 years ago. 18 years ago, I was on Syrup in a Danish morning bar called Cafe Luisa. It's not there anymore. It's gone. They made it out to a clothes shop instead. So, and also there was many uh, complaints about people standing out on the street and smoking cigarettes and were drunk and all that. So they had they had to close it down. I, I didn't like the place because when you had to go to Cafe Luisa, you had to ring on the doorbell. Anyway, there was a so-called shooting and. Um, I knew I knew the people I was there. I didn't know they were crisis actors. Actually, I'm being honest again. I didn't know they were part of this, this lie. I didn't know I was there by chance. I didn't know anything. So uh, there was this 24-year-old Iraqi guy who got shot, supposedly because weed, the weed market, and they shot a wrong person. And there was two other guys who got injured, I think. I can't remember, remember clearly, but um, I can say their names because I don't know them. Actually, I met this guy. There's a Danish girl, Cecilia, and Ra, Ra, Rash, Rashid, Rashid. I don't know where he's from. I think he's from, I don't know. I think he's from Turkey. Uh, I can't remember who gives a shit, but I met him in, a, in another bar uh, two years ago, and I asked him about this shooting, and I said to him it was a hoax. <laughs> he ignored it. He, he ignored it totally. <laughs> what an asshole. Um, but anyway, I think this psyop was supposedly to give us a new rules for weapons, you know? We don't have the same rule for weapons in the States, but they kind of want it. They kind of want it. Uh, so they made this shooting up in a bar where I was by chance or coincidence. And now I look back, I was so scared back in 2006. I was a fucking sheep or zombie head because when I, uh, the shooting happened and then there was all this drama and people were calling up for a doctor. And the floor, uh, I can't really remember clearly if it was fake blood or real blood because I was so wasted. But now I look back and think and speculate on it. Yeah, it was fake blood. It was 100%. And they were shooting blanks. They were not shooting with real uh, ammunition. And uh, when I got back from the bar... I had to call my dad and asking him to come to speak with me because I was so afraid. It was first in 2015 and 16 I realized that everything probably is a hoax. Stage, a false flag and so on. So, um, uh, it was, I think it was for getting more surveillance and, um, more martial law on the streets and more rules with weapons. Um, and, of course, uh, the weed market, we still have problems with it. So uh, they like to scare people. 
Don't go by weed, it's dangerous, you could kill them. So they use these people, and the funny thing is, Rashid, 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 and Cecilia got interviewed by the Danish TV DR, or was it TV2? We have two national stations in Denmark, DR and TV2. I can't remember what station it was, but I, I could remember that he was laughing, he was smiling, and he was not... I thought, this is really, really strange. Why is he laughing and smiling and no trauma and he's not crying and nothing? And uh, it was really, really, really strange. He got shot in his fucking leg. Or was it in his foot? I can't remember. I, I should look it up again. I can't remember, the, remember it so clearly, but it was 100% fake. When you act like this, then it's totally fake. Totally hoax. I mean it. Um, so, gun control, and uh, we don't have the same rules for guns. You have to take a permit for getting a gun. But I think there's speculations of, of they want us to be more strict with it. So, they also want us, they want them to take their guns from them who has the permit, you see? I don't know for sure. I don't have a I don't have a permit for a gun, but uh, it was fake blood and uh, crisis actors and the bar knew about it and uh, and these uh, supposedly criminals were in white and they came into the bar and doing <laughs> blanks and people were scared and was all acting and I was afraid and and I called my mom and. And my stepdad, and they were shocked, and, and all kind of that. But I was not ready in 2006. I was pretty much asleep. My brain was asleep, so I didn't know what the fuck was going on. There was this journalist who, rode, who took a ride home after the so-called shooting. So, um, I don't know if there's more to the story. Um, they caught there was two guys in the Cafe Louise shooting. They cut the other guy, and and I think the other guy committed suicide or something like that, says the official story. Um, so there you go. I don't think they're real criminals, and the victims are not real either. It was 100% inside job um, to lock the place. And the funny thing about Cafe Louise, there's been lots of stabbing with knives and... And other people died. Uh, I think there was three or four times, and people got hit with a bottle. And uh, oh my god! And I, I haven't been there, but uh, who knows if it's real or not? So, but this shooting was hundred percent fake, hundred percent hoax. Uh, I just wanted to speak out on it because people don't give a rat's ass in Denmark. They don't. They don't want to talk about media fakery. They are totally lost. I just want to be like sheep, and the critical, skeptical people just want to be like the sheep. Also, doesn't matter which side you're on. There are so many morons who are, who are keeping the system alive. Uh, so it's bad. They just want education, and uh, they want jobs and degrees and. They want to go to work, and they want kids, and traveling, and tattoos, and restaurants, visits, and 
museums and all that kind of shit. They want it. They want to live the shadow life. It's too hard to make a game changer, you know? It's too hard. So, uh, yeah, there you go. It's sad that there's not uh, others joining uh, the live stream. I don't know. Let's see here if there's others who wants to join us. Let's see here. That's it, folks. I don't know what else to speak out on. Um, so I have a YouTube channel where I speak on, on truth and conspiracies. I have like 21 subscribers and uh, I mostly talk in my native language, Danish. I should really recommend Fakeologists to the Danish people. I don't know if they give a rat's ass. So. But these psyops in Denmark are totally weak, very weak. I think the biggest psyop in Denmark's history is Scandinavian Star and the ceased fireworks disaster. They were like the biggest psyop or hoaxes or fabricated lies ever in Danish history. The luxury cruise ship who sailed from Fredrikshavn to Oslo and it burned and this, the media says it was a stage arson and insurance fraud. But So they went halfway, but they never really ended the case. It was like the 7th of uh, April, 1999, um, about almost 40 years ago. So it never ended. And <laughs> the so-called victims never got, uh, they never got uh, paid for the damages. So, and 100 and 59 people died, so, supposedly. So, um, I can't remember how many got rescued, but that was a hoax, 100%. And uh, the fireworks scandal, or hoax, that was a, like, um, a stage act hoax fabricated uh, insurance scam, pyrotechnics, and controlled demolition. But they only died one firefighter, and the... Uh, 80, 85 people got hurt, and uh, supposedly, and uh, 85 civilians and two other firefighters got hurt or injured. So, but there's no proof or evidence on it. So it's the same with the Scandinavian star. It's like there's no proof or evidence that 159 people died in the in the fires on the luxury cruise ship. And the funny thing is to just keep on going, say, eh, there's three names, there's three names, we, there's three names who started the fire on Scandinavian Star, but we're not going to say who it is. Never going to end. Never. People don't give a shit about truth. They don't give a shit about media fakery. So, yeah, there you go. Um, I think I'll stop. I hope this will be recorded. Bye for now, because nobody's joining. I don't want to keep going on by myself. So, yow!